Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you? <laughs> I'm good. I've just uh, News has reached me, Chris, uh, about a brand new Japanese snack that I am very interested oh, in. Oh, God, eating. what is it now? Pringles or Kit Kats, Pete? <sighs> the Japanese Yakiniku restaurant, Yakiniku Lake have announced that they are going to be giving us a burger of marinated beef, rib meat inside two <laughs> rice buns. So basically, it's a Yakiniku-like burger. It's Ooh. only available for takeout and delivery from the Shibuya Udagawacho uh, uh, branch of Yakiniku-like. It's apparently a bento that you can eat with one hand, and I'm going to show you a picture of it now. It looks bloody great. It comes in different flavors, different sizes. It looks like a big burger like a big philly cheesesteak burger but there's <laughs> rice instead of the um instead of the buns and huh. just cascading kind of like onion kimchi kind of mayonnaise monstrosity it's just love, fantastic chris look at that i one. love the way oh, when you... that's the deluxe size <laughs> oh my christ i love the way oh. when you when you said burger and food mm. the dog just went crazy in the background i, know, I just heard a, do- a dog losing his <laughs> shit in the distance because he heard the word burger he just remembered burger he just remembered the word burger he's like oh i think i like that i think i enjoy a mcdonald's <laughs> uh, breakfast mcmuffin <laughs> I've, I've never had a burger with rice used as the the bun i don't know if it that would just could work apart wouldn't it i mean you wouldn't be able to hold that would you it would have to be inside like a lettuce leaf or something to hold everything together it sounds impossible chris I, I can't say I'm overly keen to try this burger. It looked like a big <laughs> bloody mess. But uh, how much was it for this wonderful um, it dish? It is, let's have a look for, um, small is 420 yen, but the tower, the biggest one, is uh, is 1,050 yen. So what's wow. that, 850, something like that? It's pretty pricey. For it's pretty chunky. What it is. <laughs> oh, I, do you know when you've just eaten something you don't really want to talk about food I've just had a massive omu rice uh, do you know what omu rice is? omu omelette? good yeah good what's That's, rice? is that egg? I mean, just egg <laughs> yeah. omelette and rice 
It's, that's that's that is approaching health food territory for you, Chris. Is that it? Is, is it really? <laughs> We're almost there, mate. Amazing. You'd think it would be right. Uh, omelet rice yeah. is just like a bed of rice. They stick an omelet over it and then they drench it in demi glaze sauce and beef and things. And uh, I don't think it's as healthy as you as you're imagining it to be, Pete. After the demi glaze and the beef have been oh, slapped on, nuts. It's a solid uh, dinner. Omarosa, Omarosa is uh, was she Donald Trump's? She was a Republican person who is a <laughs> bit mad. He's Omarosa. Uh, so maybe it's got something to do with that. Maybe she could go, move to Japan and become the spokeswoman for, for Omar, Omelette <laughs> and Omarosa Rice. Omarosa making Omarosa. Omarosa. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I do love but a good Omarosa. Do, do you, feel, do, do you feel full? Do you feel like – what's it like compared to something like an eggy dish, like an eggy pancake, like um, like a takoyaki or a, or a, or a okonomiyaki? It's incredibly filling. Like it's really quite mm. filling because you have a lot of rice. Uh, the rice is like different vegetables and things chopped up into it normally, and then you mm. stick a big like three egg omelet over it, uh, a, a barrel of demi glaze sauce, and then some chopped up beef and things. And uh, I ordered it like I got a takeaway on my rice. Yeah. Uh, I can't cook that. I can cook an omelet. I can't cook an on my rice. That's quite complicated. <laughs> it's next level cookery that is. Mm. But I am. Um, yeah, I don't want to eat again for a while. I feel very well, full. Well, look, I mean, if if any of you have been to America, I know any of you have been to uh, Japan, I know a lot of you have, because that's kind of what we talk about here on Abroad in Japan, the podcast. But uh, on the Trash Test uh, YouTube channel, I noticed that Sea uh, Dog was slating, slating the very existence of Okonomiyaki. Doesn't rate was it. Was he? So, and he was on this podcast about well, three episodes ago, uh, and, and, and it obviously didn't come up because you weren't talking about Okonomiyaki. But yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's a fan of Okonomiyaki. I, I, I don't think, I think he, he thinks it's a little little low rent, not fancy enough for him. Connor likes to have about like Connor likes to have opinions about things of which he knows nothing. Uh, that is how he's built his Perfect brand. He just talks shit. Anyways. He's pretty open <laughs> about the fact he chats shit. To be fair, I I was kind of on the fence about okonomiyaki for a long time. You've got to have a good one. Mm. Like there's two varieties, isn't there? There's Osaka and there's Hiroshima. And Osaka's yeah. all right. We had it together in the video we made in uh, Osaka. Yeah. But Hiroshima's the one to get. Like it's just so much more right. fulfilling. Uh, mm. The one in Osaka's just like like a pancake that's all put together and mixed up and then stuck on a grill with this. Whereas the Hiroshima one is kind of layered up uh, in this kind of theatrical way. You have like an egg put down and they have some noodles and then they chop up some meat and then an egg. And it's just watching it get layered up is fascinating. And you can watch that mm. on a video on a in Japan called, I think 24 hours in Hiroshima. I'm going to say we did right. that there and you can see how damn good it is and it tastes phenomenal. Mm. So maybe Connor's just had a crap one. Did you say why he didn't like it? I just, I just think he he thinks it's overrated. People talk about it too oh. much. And look, it it is one of those dishes that uh, is obviously just all about Osaka and all about Hiroshima. But you look, is it as good as a tower of tender beef in between two rice buns? That's the question for me Nothing this is. week on the Abroad Man podcast. <laughs> Nothing is as good as that, Pete. Nothing is quite as good as uh, that. Nuts. You know Never what? Mind. I was uh, I was looking at my calendar today, perusing through my diary, and do you know what mm. we were doing this day one year ago oh, exactly? Don't give me this, Chris. Were we in, I presume we were in uh, Sapporo having some crab legs or something. Uh, yeah, we were actually. We were having crab mm. legs and uh, then Sendai, Anishinomaki. But I guess it was Sapporo, oh, wasn't it? Oh, right. The old snow festival. Oh, right. Yeah, that was a week after. So, yeah, I think the week before we'd uh, done crab's legs in Sapporo. Then I took a we'd week done out. crab's and legs. Done, we'd done got crab's shouted legs. at by the lady for not eating all of the meat out of the crab's legs. She just turned, oh, yeah. she just, she turned back and went. Nah, you gotta be better at getting the crabs crabbing out of the crabs' legs. <clears throat> it's like trying to get a, a a marble out of a out of a, out of a 
hordes, a garden hordes. It's really difficult. To give some <laughs> to give some context, uh, when Pete and I were in Sapporo, folks, uh, we did go to a crab restaurant on the last day. Like crab is one of the the big dishes of Hokkaido, right? There's lots mm. of king crabs, snow crabs. They taste good, but. Uh, they are quite frightening. The king crabs look terrifying. Like, don't look it up. The king, the, was it the monster king crab or something? The really mm, terrifyingly big one. Horrible thing. Like aliens. Um, mm. well, we went to a crab restaurant at Natsuki's insistence because he loves crabs. Uh, and you get like a really long fork to fish out all the meat from the crab's legs. It's pretty, it's pretty unpleasant in hindsight. <laughs> um, but we all did such a shoddy, crappy job trying to get the meat out that the woman came over. Uh, with our bucket filled with like crab's legs that we discarded after half eating them. And she sort of, yeah, she sort of had a go. She was like, no, 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 this is not how you eat a crab's leg. Sort it out, foreigners. And she got like a fork out and started like forking the legs and getting out the leftover meat. It was quite impressive. It was quite a, <laughs> yeah, I felt it was... a sense of guilt and shame uh, as she forked out mm. all that meat that we uh, that we left in how there. Did, how did she know it was in there, though? She got x-ray eyes. And the worst thing was, she she sort of came crab back sense. with everyone's crab legs. <laughs> uh, like, she'd shared all the uh, meat from everyone's crab legs. So I was eating a, a crab's leg that, I don't know, Natsuki had been... Actually, no, no, oh. Natsuki would have eaten all of them. But, like, all of the Westerners who hadn't got all the meat out of the uh, the leg tubes, as the, as the crabs <laughs> lovingly call their own legs. Leg tubes. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, crab, she must have had crab sense. Uh, it was all a bit weird. I remember that really mm. clearly like it was yesterday and yet it feels also like a million years ago given that was well, what, pretty much the first <laughs> week of covid when it all kicked off yeah. right? and you well what memory of what memories have we really got for uh, for the last year certainly yeah. in my direction and not many know, right? not many I fondly Ooh. remember it I fondly remember mm. that time I'm sure you'll be over here again soon eating omelette rice and omelets and having a whale of a time oh, we've got lovely. a story here from uh story of the week and it is from Sviatoslav I can't. This is a hard name. Sorry, Sviatoslav. Jump again. Sviat- jump pile in. Sviatoslav. Sviatoslav. That's it. Sviatoslav from Moscow. Sviatoslav. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Lovely. Okay. Yeah. Getting on. Hi, Chris and Pete. My name is Sviatoslav, and I'm from Moscow. I don't really have a coherent question today, but rather I just have something beautiful to share. Recently, my friend got a tube of some kind of fragrance body cream as a gift and the packaging itself looks pretty nice and competent uh, but the huge passage of text on it uh, of which the meaning i'm yet to understand really throws the whole <laughs> deal off do you have any idea what it's about guys um and he's got two photos uh of him ha- like holding this tube of i don't know what it is it just says glamour fantasy uh, but there's a big <laughs> slab of text i'm going to read it out and it says Good, good. God, this is meant. This is my, one of the most bizarre-looking <laughs> English texts I've I've ever read. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Truth is so great that I wouldn't like to speak or sleep or listen or love, to feel myself trapped with no fear of blood, outside time and magic, within your own fear and your great anguish, and within the very beating of your heart. All this madness. If I asked it of you, I know in your silence there would only be confusion. I ask you. <laughs> I ask you for violence in the nonsense, and you, fuck <laughs> you know, and you, you give me grace, your light and your warmth. I'd like to paint you, but there are no colours because there are so many in my confusion. The tangible form of my great love, glamour fantasy. I mean, <laughs> I mean that is approaching 
proper poetry. I mean, that is approaching is just a couple of a couple of words here and a couple of words there moved around a little bit. And I think you would genuinely have uh, a decent, a, a, you know, a, a decent poem. Quite frankly, I, I mean, you, know, you see what they're going for. That, that there are no colours that that sum up your beauty and how much I, I care about you, etc. It's fascinating, really. <laughs> to feel myself trapped with no fear of blood outside time and magic. That's the last thing you hear before someone plunges a hammer into your face. Like, yeah. This is terrifying. L- literally I mean, two terrifying. things about it is, as well. that the, um, the, the lid of it is like this see-through um, kind of plastic... Uh, it looks like a doorknob, and and also the um, glamour logo is the same. is is clearly been ripped from Glamour magazine because it's identical. <laughs> it's There's uh, a lot going on. Fantastic. It must be some sort of skin cream or something. But again, I don't yeah. know how this tyrannical poetry fits in. Um, <laughs> the, there's a pretty chilling line though. I ask you for violence in the nonsense, and you you give me grace, your light, and your warmth. What is that? I want to say that to someone. I want to say that as a chat-up line to a girl. Violence in the nonsense. Chat Next time I get a Tinder date, I'm going to bash that one out. I ask you for violence in the nonsense. and uh, Yeah, you, you'd be cancelled within seconds. <laughs> yeah, post game it over. online. But thank you very much, uh, Sviatoslav, for the uh, that, that bizarre English. I, uh, mm. it's, it's one of the craziest things we've ever had of all the ridiculous Japanese English we've had over the years. That is... They they, they just go in too strong, don't they? They just go in. I'm going to write three pages of prose <laughs> for one bit. Just pick any you know stanza, and we'll stick it on the front. But they, they just write too much. They 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 hedge their bets way too much, and sort of try and come round to something sensible. But they never quite manage it. It's 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 beautifully observed. I love it. Do you think somebody wrote that in Japanese, and then they were like, "All right, Terry, it's your turn to translate this into English now." And there's like a a poor like guy somewhere in Tokyo. He's like, "Oh fucking hell." I'm not getting Hung paid over. enough for this. And he's like on Google Translate, <laughs> changing yeah. with, like translating it all into this yeah. madness. Like, Decorative English. I love it. Love it. Beautiful stuff. I'll tell you what I don't love though, Pete. Violence. Violence oh, and chaos. In the nonsense. Violence <laughs> in the in the nonsense in the Yodabashi camera. <laughs> and that is yeah, that is exactly what happened in uh, Yodabashi camera this week. So Yodabashi camera. Uh, I think it was Yodabashi camera. Basically, as we all know. The PS5 is an amazing games console. We all want one, uh, mm. but we can't get one because uh, why aren't there any PS5s at the moment, by the way, Pete? Why, where are they all gone? Scalpers. Um, right. Scalpers just have, uh, I don't know why this console generation, they've really upped their uh, up their skill at, get, at, at relieving um, hardworking um, people who want them <laughs> uh, to, to, and, and just selling them on eBay. I mean, a PlayStation, a Sony not making as many this year. Is it because of COVID? Because there seems to be a really that, bad yeah. supply. Yeah, I think I think I think it's always like this, isn't it? Especially before Christmas, we're only one month out of out of the the autumn uh, holiday mm. season. Let's say I, I don't really. I mean, I've played on one very briefly when I did a job for IGN, and I I kind of get it. Spider-Man right. looks looks great, and the loading times are insane. Um, the Playroom uh, game is very good, and it highlights how good and how um, more advanced the uh, the controller is, though not as advanced as probably even a, a Nintendo Switch, quite frankly, um, <clears throat> in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I just, but I do sort of think there's just not enough reasons to go absolutely pig shit crazy over, <laughs> over a PS5 right now. I mean, I, you know, that's the one I would probably go for, but I think it's hard to, um, there aren't enough first party 
PS5 exclusives, really. There's only two or three, I think, that are this generation, like next generation experiences. I think the main reason I want one is because sitting down right next to me, uh, on my right, is a a massive Cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) Collector's Edition game. And I've been wanting Mm. to play it more than anything. I've really wanted to play Cyberpunk. I've got a PS4, uh, but as we all know, uh, it's just not, Seems to, it doesn't really work on the PlayStation Four, but it does work right on the mm. PlayStation Five apparently. Yeah. Um, so I've I I looked, you know, there was one at, uh, shop around the corner from me actually where they were selling one. They had someone had got one and sold it to a secondhand shop, and it was on uh, it was on sale for one hundred and ten thousand yen, about one thousand one hundred dollars. Mm. And I did think, ah, oh, could I justify buying that and making like some videos on YouTube of me playing Cyberpunk? Would that then make this? worth it and i decided not to in the end but i really want one uh and so with that in mind you can see why this week at akihabara in akihabara uh there was a rush on at yodabashi camera the best electronic shop in japan uh they do everything there i love it mm. but there was a gorilla sale a surprise gorilla sale and uh, word spread quickly around the internet <laughs> quickly around the internet uh and tons of people hundreds of people descended upon yodabashi camera like a scene out of a zombie movie uh, and people in Japan are usually pretty well ordered. They queue. They're kind. They're polite. Uh, mm. But in this case, it was a it was a shit show, to put it bluntly. Uh, <laughs> and there was a, there was so many people, hundreds of people, uh, causing like a stampede. And about fifteen seconds after the sale had begun, I think they cancelled it because they saw mm. how bad it was. There were displays that were ruined. Cash registers and sales counters were pushed back into the storage area by customers pushing forward, uh, and everything just went to shit. And in amidst the chaos, the staff were like, no, we've got to cancel this right now. And 15 seconds after the sale had begun, it was already over. And staff began yelling to everyone to go home because it was cancelled. <laughs> and this wasn't even, uh, they weren't even selling PlayStations. They were doing a lottery, a special yeah. lottery, because there's so few of them. Um, like People were trying to get these PlayStation 5s like they're, like bottled water or something or toilet roll it reminds me of the <laughs> the uh the panic buying from last march with the old toilet roll situation yeah but i get it i get it i do it's, get it yeah but like i did, did why would you um have all those people sort of descending on your store like that why would you choose to bring that on yourself i just like the fact that they just you dark, know five yeah. minutes in they went this is this is completely <laughs> useless um go home i wonder if anyone actually got one like managed to get get out the I door with, they did with the ticket now just cancel the whole thing right but like to give you a sense of how uh, like how ridiculous this is, like some other branches of Yodabashi, like uh, one in Osaka, limited sales of the PlayStation Five to Visa Gold Point Car Plus holders, and this card, oh, right, this special on. credit card, is only available to customers who have purchased more than two hundred thousand yen worth of products, about two thousand mm. dollars worth of products from the chain, and that's what you've got to do to get the special card to actually get the PlayStation Five if you can still get one. Um, Right, it's crazy. I, isn't I, it? I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain uh, that I did. I read that that, that Sony aren't going to be concentrating on the Japanese market specifically, um, because obviously in that part of the world there are other emerging mm. markets that, that that are more important to them. I may have got that. Com- I mean, it's in it's in decisive. Mm. Uh, here we go. Uh, v, uh, Video Games Chronicle. I know the guy who runs that. He's uh, it, it. It's sort of. Um, it's a, it's a good site. Um, uh, PlayStation brand has been in uh, decisive decline in Japan. Um, PS5 reportedly recorded by far the lowest launch of any Sony home console no in the region. But I guess, I mean, there weren't any really for sale. So, yeah, 
I mean, they sold 240,000 units in Japan in the first six weeks of availability, less than every other PlayStation uh, console, which is incredible. Wow. But, it, uh, but it basically says that um, Japan is is not being taken seriously by by, by sony uh, by not producing enough units for that for that particular market and it kind of makes what? sense to be honest because it's a small it's a small country um and the switch is all is obviously a, a massive massive um seller uh, and i think it, a switch over did um i think the original 3ds i want to say um this month um mm. so obviously nintendo are absolutely killing it out there um and and it's and their, their success, I think, has been bolstered by new stuff like their cloud gaming stuff, which came out of nowhere. Hitman Three, you can play on the Switch, um, yeah, yeah. which is, a, is a, which I've been playing the first couple of levels of that and I really enjoy it. Um, so if you want to play that, you can play that on on the old Switch. It's 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 a fascinating. It's going to be a fascinating feature to see um, who starts taking the Japanese market more seriously. I mean, yeah, it's the same for not just video games. I think uh, last year I was trying to get hold of a Canon R Five, this revolutionary eight K camera. And I just couldn't mm. get hold of one. Like it was sold out, I think, everywhere, but especially in Japan. And even right. uh, the Sony A7S III, my new camera that I bought. Um, yeah, Japan, sometimes they, despite all these companies being headquartered here, they tend to look at the export market first, like North America and, uh, mm. and Europe, where a lot of their sales happen. But uh, I hope they get their act together because I want my PlayStation 5, Pete. Can't you pull some <laughs> strings? You're like in the video game. I don't industry. have one. Get, I don't get, get me one. Do something. Pull some strings. Strangle You've someone. You've literally got someone who does cyberpunk to send you a uh, to send you a box of cyberpunk stuff. And 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 look, I'm sure they've probably I got closer closer ties. It seems uh, some of the team at CD Projekt Red uh, watch abroad in Japan. Hence why I've got this mm. amazing collector's edition, and it is incredible. It looks amazing. The whole box has got all sorts of figurines and some mm. beautiful artwork in it. What I now need uh, are some listeners or viewers who work at Sony to pull some more strings and be like, yes, we're in Japan. Yes, Chris, we're going to send you a PlayStation 5. I was on a bullet train just like three weeks ago um, going past the Sony headquarters, which is in the uh, Shinagawa area in Tokyo. Mm. And I looked out the window and I thought, fuck's sake, I'm so close to it. That's where they are. That's the HQ. Where's my PlayStation 5? I was going to go in and just shout at someone, like, give me a PlayStation 5. <laughs> there, was a, there was a tech company I've got that a gave YouTube away. channel. Where's my PlayStation the- 5? <laughs> They gave away GTX 3000 series uh, graphics cards, um, NVIDIA's, and uh, and also loads of PlayStation 5s as well. It's incredible, isn't it? Like that 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 these kind of bits of consumer electronics are just so. Um, it's such a status symbol for a lot of people, yeah. even though it's just bits of electronics. And there's no games on them. There's no games on them. Shocking, shocking stuff. But uh, <laughs> I'm just fed up of seeing YouTubers, big proper big YouTube channels, like good ones, like right. not me. Uh, who have been right. like gifted like twenty five PlayStations, PlayStation, <laughs> and they're like tasked with you know running a competition or something. It's like no, give me one, just just give Should me one. Have. I'll this shout is it not out. the this is not the vessel for your <laughs> annoyance that you haven't been given a PlayStation. It is Should have paid you th- thousand pounds. Pay you thousand pounds to get your PlayStation from whatever Japanese version <laughs> of CEX is. I might well consider it if I can find a way. <laughs> what do you think, guys? Should I? pay how much is that must be like just over twice the price of what a playstation 5 is right cracking on for it maybe i'd say yeah. i don't know how much a playstation 5 is maybe six just feel like a like mug that. like it's in this special <laughs> the special playstation 5 is in a like a majestic cabinet at the entrance Ooh. like the cab it's like like a shrine a godlike shrine <laughs> uh with a playstation 5 in and you just feel like a dick just going to the staff being like can i have that one yeah can I'll you get out the box yeah. and give it to me i don't want to be like the foreigner <laughs> 
he turns up and he's like, yeah, like the the kind of cocky foreigner. He swaggers in and gets their PlayStation 5. It's all about that. It's a matter of principle. Film yourself doing it. Stick <laughs> it on the YouTube channel, mate. Anything for views. But yeah, what think do you think, smart. guys? Should I should I do it or not? Or should I just wait a bit more patiently? Because there must, you know, it must be out in a month. There must be more somewhere. Mm. They're coming. <laughs> it's got to at some point. If they want to sell any, they want to sell any of them. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. This week at Sukarnov. Over at Self Care Club, Wellness Road Tested, Lauren and Nicole discussed intuitive eating and rebelling against diet culture. Actually, I'm really proud of myself that I did that because it was hard and it was bloody brave to actually stand up and say, you know what? I choose my life. I choose to have quality of life. I choose to be two dress sizes bigger and much fucking happier for it. For even more great content, there's also a brand new episode of Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy, who sat down with Borussia Mönchengladbach's assistant manager, Rene Maric. He talked through his journey from a football blogger to coaching one of the 
most exciting football teams in Europe. You always focus on the next game and you focus on every opponent, no matter which competition and uh, the level of the opposition. We always focus on each opposition the same in terms of investment of time and resources. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. We now turn our attention to the fax machine. What do we got this week on the fax machine, Mr. Donaldson? Oh, we got a message from Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Chris and Pete. My name is Lisa. I live in the Huddersfield in the UK, though I originally uh, come from St. Louis uh, in Missouri in the States. Uh, currently, due to, to the uh, latest lockdown and not to bore myself to tears, I'm learning Japanese. I've used suggestions Chris has given in his previous videos about learning Japanese. I've learned all the hiragana and katakana through Hiragana Quest and practice with that each day. And I've recently downloaded the uh, app Memrise, which has been quite a lot of fun to learn basic phrases. Recently, one of the phrases it's taught me has, has, has left me rather confused. I understand when uh, introducing yourself that you don't need to be so form, formal with, by saying uh, Watashi wa Lisa des, uh, based off what you talked about recently in one of the podcasts. So I wanted to ask, as I've had a recent phrase that just seems so bizarre to know right now, the phrase is Tensai desane, which means <laughs> you are a genius, you know? Uh, and this is the first time I thought, why would I need to know this? Do you use or hear this phrase regularly, or is the app just teaching me a useless phrase? Thanks again. Enjoy the uh, love the uh, YouTube channel and podcast, Lisa. Uh, do you ever <laughs> deem, deem to say you are a genius? You know, to anybody? Tensai, tensai, this ne. Tensai, yeah. Tensai means like prodigy, a genius. Ah, um, okay. I think the only time <laughs> I ever use it is when I'm referring to Natsuki sarcastically as a genius. <laughs> oh. but there's a there's a more colloquial phrase you'd say in that way. You'd say sasuka, sasuka. S A S U G A, like Sasuka, Sasuka Natsuki, like as expected Natsuki in a way, sort of as expected, you're so brilliant. And there's a great example <laughs> in our Sapporo video that came out a year ago. Uh, mm. I, <laughs> my favorite scene is I decide that we're going to go for dinner at a 1950s restaurant, right? Which mm. you hopefully remember. And uh, we went in, and Natsuki was really angry because we got to Hokkaido. Natsuki's only been anywhere. Like Natsuki never gets to travel. So Hokkaido is a big deal for him. It's like a once every three year holiday. Mm, so he wanted okay. this kind of amazing Hokkaido cuisine. And I was like, let's go to a 1950s style restaurant chain that you can get anywhere in Japan. And uh, he, there's a scene where we arrive, we got the food on the table and Natsuki says, oh, sasuga krisu. Sasuga krisu. Kori wa Hokkaido no tabemono desu. Or something. He says like, as expected, Chris, you're a genius. You've given us this wonderful Hokkaido cuisine. The Hokkaido and it's food. like, it's not Hokkaido cuisine at all. It's like some cheese and bacon. Uh, I love that. So he uses it sarcastically. But yeah, Sasuga. Oh, a lot of people use that in a sort of, in a, uh, in a normal sasuga. way. That's like, a nice, yeah. that's a nice little phrase to know because it's really easy. Sasuga. 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 As expected, Pete's so brilliant. Yeah, so we use that a lot. <laughs> Tensai. What was that one that I? What was that one that I saw? In it, I got offered as a as a as a phrase it was Subasa uh, Moides. What does that mean? So, uh, no, I need. Uh, would it be? No, it wouldn't be Moides, would it? Well, I I need wings. Subasa ga Moides or something. Oh, I've never say. heard that before. Is no. that what's Moides? Oh, I don't know. Jeez. It means like even. I'm not very good at remembering. It means even. Yeah, even. Uh, need to, oh, maybe not then. It's. it's I'm going to need to know more of context. We'll look into that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, find, we'll find that one out. But yeah, ten size is a good one. If you want to mm. sarcastically uh, <laughs> berate Natsuki, ten size the word to to know. 
Um, oh, I'm going to go back and watch all of the uh, Sapporo stuff. You should give, you should, you should upload uh, all of the hard drives to the Dropbox, and I'll do a remix on my, uh, on my burden, burgeoning uh, channel in two years' time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love to, Pete. I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, we've got one here from. Danielle, and it relates to Natsuki uh, and a topic that was a hot topic a few weeks ago. Hi, Chris and Pete. And this is in reference, this email's in reference to um, Natsuki's new product he's bringing out. I remember, it must have been three or four weeks ago, we Mm. talked about how Natsuki is releasing some sort of face spray for his beauty salon. It's a spray that is supposed to make your skin nice and soft and elastic. Mm. He wanted to call it elasticity spray, and I said no. And then he wanted to call it bounce spray. And I said, no. But then there was a backlash, uh, particularly from our female listeners who know these sort of sprays and creams and things better than I ever could because I don't use them. Uh, and many of them said, it's actually a good name. It actually would work. Uh, and Danielle mm. says, hi, Chris and Pete. I don't think bounce spray is such a bad name. I sometimes use a moisturizer called, and I'm not joking, goat face. Some of their, <laughs> some of their products were even being marketed at one point, with a humid, uh, with a weird humanoid goatee face on the products, I think maybe they got rid of that now, though, because it's not on the current bottle. Thank God, it was slightly disturbing. It says it's made <laughs> in Australia too, so I can't even claim that it's uh, some sort of weird second language. I guess though, it told me quickly what I needed to know when I first got it—that it's made from goat milk. Uh, regards, Danielle. Um, another one there. I mean, that makes bounce spray actually seem like a very mm. well-branded product in comparison to. Goat face. Yeah. Though violence and the nonsense I'd probably take as a suggestion for Natsuki. <laughs> violence and the nonsense. Yeah. I think that, that sounds like a really cool like punk rock band from the nineties in Japan. Oh, violence and the nonsense, yeah. It sounds like a Thursday song. <laughs> emo <laughs> band Thursday. Um right, we got a message from Ray. Hello, Ray. How are you doing, mate? Uh hi, Chris and Pete. I was listening to the latest episode of the podcast and Chris seems slightly baffled at the relative popularity of Ichiran with foreign tourists compared to the other famous chain of Hakata uh, style tonkotsu ramen Ippudo. Uh, first, let me validate him by saying uh, I too prefer Ippudo over Ichiran. Uh, both are similar uh, bowls owing to the same style of ramen being represented, but Ippudo is better quality and also tends to have a better selection of condiments that you don't have to request personally, as with the sheet of paper Ichiran gives you. Um <laughs> But I think the main appeal of Ichiran, uh, aside from the customization mentioned by Chris, it's actually the seating arrangement within the private ramen booths. It feels a little bit sinful and decadent to have your very own space as you sit down and hide your shameful gluttony uh, from the world outside, from your friends and even from the staff that serves you behind a bamboo screen anonymously. If food porn is, porn is a thing, then getting your purient taste satisfied in private probably is a novel and appealing tra- attraction to customers um, and, and tourists, uh, especially if they're shy about ordering food normally. All this, all this, although in this age of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, Ichiran seems like it should be the only uh, the model uh, going forward for all ramen shops, as they normally tend to be counter space only places where you're packed cheek to jowl next to each mm. other. And that's a bad thing if you want to in- avoid, uh, avoid uh, inhaling the virus from other people. A segregated booth where you're separated from other people and the staff actually sounds like a great idea these days if you still eat out often. Take care and stay safe. Rare. Good shout. Agree. I mean, have you, we, we had Ipudo in, again, the Sapporo mm. video. Um, have yeah, you had did, Ichiran? Yeah. Have you been to Ichiran at all? Yeah, no, we didn't, unfortunately. Uh, no, I, I didn't eat, because I, I, I've seen those ones where it's like a, the anonymous sort of bamboo sheets. They just push out the, yeah, uh, yeah. We, push out the thing to you. I remember last month <laughs> we had, uh, there was a VR game where you could pretend you work at Ichiran. You can, 
Uh, you have to like get a bowl of Ichiran <laughs> ramen made up in like 20 seconds or something ridiculous. And you get to go behind <laughs> the scenes of Ichiran. I, I suppose, yeah, yeah, Ray's absolutely right. Ichiran is more about the atmosphere than just the food. Um, it is mm. quite a surreal place, given that you're all split up and you've all got your own little compartments. It is kind of cool. And then you mm. kind of hand your order in through like a, a curtain. And then when your order arrives, the curtain in front of you opens up and they stick the ramen through and then they close it again. Um, it is very theatrical. <laughs> but I still, weird, it? I still can't say I'm that, I'm that much of a fan of Ichiran. Mm. But um, again, if you want to see Ichiran, I featured it, we featured it in a video on uh, Journey Across Japan, 24 hours in Fukuoka. We went in there and um, mm. yeah, it looked kind of nice. It's a very picturesque, very... Uh, beautiful looking bowl of ramen because of the little uh, bit of the little bit of uh, chili sauce they put in the middle. I think, uh, yeah, very nice. But uh, it's no ipudo, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> fantastic stuff. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back to do it all over again on Sunday. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll see you on Sunday to do it all over again on the abroad Japan podcast. That's all. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.